started already every fucking day every we didn't do any sort of introduction all right do your introduction no i'm not doing it we're gonna go into it naturally like you want and i'm not gonna do my introduction hi it's me paul and kelly's here (laughs) this is neighbor's trash I told you you could do it. You're always like, no, I can't do it. And it's like, <laughs> I don't, all I do is say the name of the show and our names. I know, but that's different than talking and assuming no one's listening to me. Uh, I get that. Yeah, I do understand that. Because if I'm talking directly to a person, it sounds like I'm assuming that people are listening. You're, you don't feel comfortable talking as if there's an audience. Is that what it is? That's what it is. Yeah, I get that. I understand. Chuby's my only audience. Isn't that right, baby boy? But did you ever feel like maybe I feel the same way about this? Um, Irrelevant to my feelings. <laughs> Fair enough. So, <laughs> yeah, you, t- you said it this time. Neighbor's Trash is the show. Talking uh, about what? Oh, my God. I just wanted to know how your day was. Oh, how was my day? Well, it was good. I ate pasta. Pasta was good. I had a Diet Coke because I don't have Coke Zero places yet. It's not standard. Mm. It's not on the menu. And I don't want to, I don't want to be, it's got, you always got Coke Zero? I'm not If I were a, a waitress, I'd just say yes and then give you a Diet Coke. What do you know? But I do know. Okay. You do know? Yes. You I do know the difference between Diet Coke. And you think Coke you can drink one of those I and know the difference? Don't think. I know for oh, a you fact. Are, you are fucking lucky I'm not one of the people coming to Chicago this weekend. <laughs> if you got lucky. me a Diet Coke and you gave me enough time to drink it and then I need a palate cleanser or I just need to eat some pretzels or something. Who's paying for all these palate cleansers? You. <laughs> You're the one who needs to know. Uh, so you're bringing the, you're getting, what you need to bring with you is a bag of pretzels. I already told you I'm not coming. Not this time. Bag of pretzels, Diet Coke, Coke Zero. Are pretzels a good palate cleanser? Well, you know, for specifically for a drink, because it would be hard if I drank a Diet Coke and then I immediately drank a Coke Zero because you're still going to kind of have the flavor in your mouth. But if you get the, you know, absorb some of the liquid with the salt. Yeah, I guess you'd start, you'd be starting with a dry palate, I guess. So you'd, dry. Be, you'd be drying your palate. Whatever. <laughs> Same idea. <laughs> and yeah, so you're right. It would be drying my palate, not cleansing my palate. Um, and I don't think I was correcting you. I think I was trying <laughs> to just make it more fun. Ah, I was. Oh, I got that. I picked up. And on then that. you got, <laughs> I think, what I would call angry. <laughs> Yeah, I get where you were coming from there. <laughs> <laughs> I understand that for sure. It's a normal response to me talking normally. Right. Um, so anyway, I do think that uh, you do have a good point. And uh, no, um, yes, you're right that it should be called drying your palate. And that's what I plan to do when I prove to you that I can easily tell the difference between I could. 
I don't know if this is impressive. I could tell the difference between Diet Coke and Diet Pepsi. I think most people could. And I could tell the difference between Coke Zero and Pepsi Zero. Yeah, Pepsi and Coke is is easy for sure, but I don't know about Coke Zero and Diet Coke. I could do it. So we'll see. I'll be there in September. Oh, yeah. With bells on. <laughs> yeah, you'll be here with bells on, so that'll be nice. We love it when you come with your bells. Thank you. Um, but... Yeah, I ate pasta. I said I had a Diet Coke. I was upset. I was upset. <laughs> I was That's a given. Furious that they didn't have Coke Zero. Um, I usually get Dr. Pepper Zeros. Those are my favorite. I do like Dr. Pepper Zeros a lot because they taste, the, I think, the most similar to just regular Dr. Pepper. Yeah, they really do. They're, Out of they're... the Zeros. I mean, like the, that tastes like their corresponding uh, I, uh... father. I had a, a week, I think it was literally a week, where I was really excited about Cherry Coke Zero. And I drank one, and I was like, this is so good. This is just like Cherry Coke. And then I bought one for Kelly Tor, Kelly Tor, and she drank it, and she's like, it's fine. It's not as good as a Cherry Coke. And I was like, what? I can't taste the difference. That's and then what I, Kelly Tor always says. And then I drank another one, and I was like, this isn't as good. Well, she ruined it. She ruined it for you. Uh, no, she probably didn't. It's probably not as good. But I do like the cherry Dr. Pepper zeros. Mm -hmm, those are those. They're oh, very oh. medicinal. Me and Avian, what? second grade. Me and Avian, second grade. Okay. Um, We used to put cherry cordial juice okay. into Diet Coke. And it tasted just like a regular cherry Coke. So maybe... If you put cherry cordial uh, juice into a Coke Zero, it would taste a little better than a cherry um, Coke Zero. You wouldn't be getting the same amount of calories gone, though. That's a problem for me. That's a problem for you? Well, yeah, that's why you, I drink those. Is that why you drink I had a fake beer. You, know, you usually get my fake beers, right? Mm -hmm. And they're usually like 45 calories-ish. This one I bought last time. It was almost a hundred. That's weird. It's like at that point, just drink. Uh, you know, I'll that's like drink. a a white claw. It's like a white claw. Is that what yeah. they're called? Why does that sound wrong? I think that's right. I don't okay. drink those. All right. I don't drink those. Those are about a hundred <laughs> calories. Um, it does suck when you just buy like a soda and you accidentally get like the most caloric. I know. Yeah, I know. Like I got. I. 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 I actually, so I've been having allergic reactions to root beer, but it just sounded really good. And so I got a root beer and I didn't have any reaction to it, but it was 270 calories. And that's like Jesus. the most caloric of a soda. As you can feel it. I say NW root beers in particular are insane. It's like having a, a sweet treat drink. Yeah. It's but doesn't like it remind you of St. Tom's at, at, in the basement? Because we'd always get Barks root beers in the cans barks are interesting yeah barks are different i do that's remember I and that's what i used to have allergic reactions to but i didn't have any reaction to it but it's 270 calories i know that's I'm a lot thinking. of calories but i did drink it over two days so that's i good. think I'm in the clear that's different and i did um bury myself and cry because mm. of i'm just kidding um but you know it doesn't matter that much 
It's hard uh, for me though, because what I do is I'll try to avoid all that stuff. And then I get like, I'm like, I'm going to have a little treat. And I eat like an entire bag of M&Ms uh, or I get like a, just a thing of ice cream. I'm like, I just like love, I love eating tasty treats, you know? I've never been a sweet person. So like, I'll get, I'll like think they sound good and I'll mm -hmm. get M&Ms, but I'll eat like three before I'm like, that's like, three. it's like too sweet. I think just sweets are too sweet for me. Um, like I can't eat pastries. I can't eat donuts. Like they always sound good. Mm -hmm. And I'll always be like, oh, that'll be great. And then I'll like take one bite and I'm like, oh, absolutely not. Like that's too much. Like I can <laughs> feel it expand in my stomach. Like mm -hmm. I feel like I, it like gets to my stomach and I can just feel it like expanding in there. And that's all I think about. Hmm. Not like getting fat expanding, but like, um, you know, like that feeling of like dense density, hmm. you know? Where like, like, uh, like if you had a donut or a piece of bread and you poured water on it, like that's what it feels like. I can feel that expanding. Mm. I might have a disease. Maybe you have a disease. <laughs> you should talk to someone, perhaps a doctor. Um, well, how was your day? My day was good. Oh, um, I had one funny thing because I had to do a bunch of uh, training um, for work that, like this week. Um, cause it, like once a year we get, like, we have to do all this computer training and our manager never tells us until the week of, even though we could space these trainings out, like all over the mm -hmm. year, they're always like, do all these trainings now. Yeah. They and always then we open them and it's like 17 trainings and you're like, fuck me. Kind of told me to do these. Cause it, it's like the managers never care. I, that's how I had to do it when I was a manager for a while. I was always like. Cause they never, the HR never tells you. It's just like, Oh, by the way, you have, you have 20. Yeah. They don't tell you until they have to do their report. And then exactly. Like, um, none of the training's done. You're like, Oh fuck. Fucking I don't think about the training ever. Yeah. There was one, there's a new one that we had to do this year that cracked me the hell up because um, I have a government job. So you have to do like government trainings. Like even if you're not part of those departments, you still have to do the training. So we have to do this anti-terrorism training. Mm -hmm. um, and it doesn't sound funny now, Paul, but the way that they like set it up was very, who's that Pokemon? <laughs> so like you had to like answer the normal questions. Like you had to like do the training and then just answer the normal questions. Like, do you, like, would you let this person into the building without a key card? And I'm like, absolutely uh -oh. not. And it's like, here's a piece of the silhouette of a person. And I'm like, great. And then it gives you, you answer four questions and it gives you the silhouette of a, like just a person. Okay. And then it's like, who's that like oh. leader to the USA? And I'm like, I don't know. And it's like, it's Snowden. Um, but oh, yeah, God. it was, it cracked me up just because it was like so weirdly done for the kind of content it was. Yeah. Like, like decided like we should make this fun. <laughs> That's bizarre. That's yeah, bizarre. and like, and there was like a bunch of them, um, and it was like, yeah, person after person. I only got one of them right. I, it, you could just guess it. What it, it didn't go against your score if you got the who's that uh, traitor wrong. Who's but... that traitor? <laughs> God, fucking <laughs> our government. Um, I know it's so like it's the worst looking. Like it looks like yeah. something you would like get on the internet in the 90s on our desktop computer and be clicking around on that's how bad all these trainings are 
wish they had games like that. Those old Carmen San Diego games are really fun. You think those games are fun or are they just in our memories as being fun? Do you think Math Blasters is fun? No, I don't. I think it's just Mm -hmm. math and then some fun graphics in between. What about Number Munchers? I don't think... (laughs) Feel differently, don't you? I can tell you for a fact that Putt Putt Goes to the Moon isn't fucking fun. Isn't? I had a good time playing that. I played it like year ago two years ago Uh, maybe yeah i felt so like there's times paul where i couldn't figure out where to go and i think that's when i felt the worst about myself ever because like (laughs) when i'm playing like those um i like last time i played like the Mm -hmm. i forget what they're called the fuck until dawn games okay i was like i can't figure out where to go and i'm like but that's normal like you're that's like, fine but now yeah. that i'm playing football goes to the moon and can't figure out where to go that's not normal i need to know where to go in putt putt goes to the moon it is for <laughs> children i will say there was one part in putt putt goes to the moon where you're in a fireworks factory and you <gasps> that's where to... i was yeah because it's you it you it's hard to see where the arrow is that leads oh, you out oh thank you is that where you are that's where i was and i couldn't figure out how to get out you haven't even pl- you you were going to say definitively that putt butt goes the moon was a bad game and you have not left earth yet <laughs> <laughs> you haven't even finished the first part of the game well when you put it that way yeah I have not left Earth yet to go There's to the so moon. much you you so much of this game takes place on the moon. But I do feel like in general, those point and click adventure games are a little even the ones that aren't supposed to be too hard, they're a little obscure because a lot of it is knowing because <clears throat> like there's I, I play quite a few of those and I played one like what, what was it called? Full throttle. And um there was a part where I was just, it's one of these things where the, your character moves in, insufferably slow all the time. That's how these games always work. They just kind of like, and you don't move it. Like you don't have control of the character. You you click and the character walks where you click them, right? Um, That's right, Paul. Right. I so, click, he goes where I click. <laughs> That's how these point and click adventures, where a lot of them work, not all of them, but a lot of them work this way where you, 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 mark on the map where you want to go and depending on how old the game is the character may just and if you're trying to figure if you don't know where you're supposed to go and you're just going into different rooms or different areas of the map and you're just trying to find some fucking thing you clearly can't see that you can click on because a lot of the old ones also a lot of the new point and click adventure games have this feature where you press a button and it, it like has a little circle over like okay these are the things you can click so if you you we're not going to have it on there all the time but you can see like hey this tiny little lever that you could easily think was just part of the background that is clickable please click this now um otherwise it's just like i don't know what the fuck i'm supposed to do so i ran into that in that same space in the fireworks factory because i kept setting the fireworks off i'm like what am i supposed to do yeah absolutely I was like, how many fireworks do I have to fucking build for this guy before That's he it. venture on my own? I think you have to like go and open the window or something because you need it to fly out or something. Okay. But you need to, yeah, it's, I think you, the if I remember correctly, you need to go to the right. You'll keep going to the right and there's an, you'll see an arrow that allows you to exit that area from the right. But uh, I remember the angle of this scene 
uh, was it was particularly hard to know exactly where sometimes the exits you know they're that you they're hard to know where you're supposed to go so uh, okay. you've got it you to know i believe in you i feel way better about yeah. myself now i i i don't also don't think you should say a game is bad if you have okay I didn't, I, I think, I think though, I also played the game as a kid. So like I started to play it, couldn't figure it out, got bored and stopped um, playing. Bored. So I, mean, I think that's, um, you got to push through the boredom. You got to yeah. push through. No, I'm kidding. Um, I did get putt putts, uh, uh, whatever it's called balloon adventure. Remember that game putt putts, uh, where you birthday putt -putt. party. No, no, no. Um, Great. no, no, no. It's your your putt putt and the dog. What's the dog's name? The dog has a name, and you are. It's one of those like brick breaker style games where the dog falls down in, on your car and you bounce the dog up and he hits balloons in the air. I think that's part of Putt Putt's birthday. No, I think it's it's its own separate game. I don't think uh, wasn't Putt Putt's birthday one of like isn't that the first game or something? Isn't that okay. where he has to cut? Grass Let's just both be furious and move on. It's a different game. It got the computer taken away from us as kids because people kept arguing who got to play this game. That's and true. Eventually they're that. like, no, no more games. You can play fucking uh, Bill Nye the Science Guy game, which is also fun. Well, and then after a while they took everything away except for learning how to type. And that's like, we know how to type, okay? We're clearly geniuses. <laughs> <laughs> Why else would we be at this school for crazy losers? <laughs> I wish they wouldn't have called it that. The <laughs> school for crazy losers. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. So let's, uh, should we get into the topic of the the yes. day, which I didn't put any effort into? Oh, uh, no. Because I put so much effort into it. Well, we'll just let you take the ball. Just we'll, kidding. Wow. We'll... Oh. Just kidding. <laughs> Nobody put any effort into it. Welcome to Neighbors Trash. Um, now this is a this is an important topic. A lot of people out there are wanting to know. They've always asked us, "What is the number one question we always get?" Uh, Do you guys like talking dogs? <laughs> that's what they always say. They always say, "Do you like talking dogs?" Thanks so much for your show. It changed my life. <laughs> I couldn't do this. I couldn't live without your show. One so, thing is going to change everything I feel about you, and it's this question. <laughs> do you like talking dogs? It will determine whether or not I live or die. I am the creator of the new movie Strays, if that sways you. Oh, no. I My friend sent me the trailer to that. And I watched it and I'm like, I cannot believe. I don't understand who that movie is for because it's rated R. So it's not for children. But who mm -hmm. else wants to see a bunch of talking fucking dogs? And it's like, it looks like it's as bad as like a, like a 2000, like an early 2000s movie. Like it just, it looks like it's, uh, it's just really. Like that part's kind of exciting. What? Because oh, I yeah. I do miss having really bad movies around. Like, I know that they still existed, but not in that capacity where, like, you could... I guess, like, movies, like, Without a Paddle don't really get, like, made anymore. It's always got to be, like, Criterion or, like, mm. um, fancy horror 
or like A24 movies. Hmm. You don't really get, I think that they're starting to come back now, but like for a while you didn't really get those like in between where you could just have fun and go and see it or just be like, let's watch this stupid movie. It always has to be like, what did you learn from that? <laughs> How did you feel about that? Or it's a superhero movie. I think they are, they exist. I think they're just in weird places now. They'll pop up. There's a few on Tubi that I've watched. Yeah, they don't really make it to the... Th- I know, you fucking Tubi. All right, I'm not, tr- I'm not doing this, okay? I'm not doing this. But Netflix is another place where you'll find... Uh, I watched a movie called We Have a Ghost, I think it was called. It was kind of popular for a little bit. That movie was really bad, but I had a fun time watching it. Hell yeah. What? <laughs> what was that reaction? I don't know. But anyway, I do think they're out there. That was a pretty recent movie as well. And then I watched a movie called The Wild Boys. That is, uh, It's on Tubi. To be clear, I do like to watch Tubi. I do want to watch the movie Goob just because of your review of Goob. It's is that called what it was called? Goon. Goon. But Goob is a funny name for a movie. <laughs> um, Goon is great. Goon is a really great film. And it's a movie that I remember watching. I was like, I can't believe that this Goon is so good. And like, it's like a, it's a comedy and it's a pretty like broad comedy, you know? But it it always just... me, I guess I because I um I saw your review a couple times because you always yell at me for not liking your reviews. So <laughs> I have to go. I have to go to your litter bo- right. litter box physically, which I don't have to do for anybody else. So I've seen your review, goon, a couple times <laughs> when I do that, and every time I think about Gronk, the guy from football. Football man, he was just on the TV. I was just looking at him. I almost mentioned that I saw him. Holy shit. Sorry, what? I said some people will look you dead in the eyes and tell you they like Donkey Kong 64. I know, that's bullshit. Who likes Donkey Kong 64? It's impossible. That can't that's, even, like, that's not even a real game to me. It's not a real video game. It's a video game that's like, no, this didn't happen. This was like part of a fake, like, oh, look what the 64 can do situation. Yeah. No one played that game. No one played. Not a single human has played or liked that game. Mm-mm. Regardless right, of what the internet tells me. I'm not doing this thing. You know, this always happens. We can cut this all out. Okay. But suddenly, and I feel like it's like, sometimes it's correct. Like I've, the Speed Racer one, the Speed Racer movie, right? Recently, or fairly recently, it's been a couple of years now, but it, people are like, hey, the Speed Racer movie is actually pretty good. And people are like, oh yeah, it was good. I actually liked it. And it's like, that's true though. Speed Racer was a good movie. But then you've got people coming back and they're trying to tell everyone, they're trying to tell the world that the Star Wars prequels are good movies. And it's like, they're not good <clears throat> movies at all. I've, I have seen them recently. They're bad movies. I I don't think that they're uh, well. I enjoyed watching them the the last time I watched them. I wouldn't yeah I wouldn't say they were good movies. They're not movies that I want to see again. But I did enjoy myself except for the second one, which like was terrible. the second one is atrocious. The second like- one's just boring as fuck. And then like the love story is just not interesting. So yeah, it's, 
like it's just wasted time for all that and then suddenly but there is funny stuff which is fun because I think I watched the the second one it was probably the first time I'd ever seen it because I've seen the third one and I've seen the first one I've seen the first one a lot um but the second one, I remember, remember when those um, video stores were big, like Hollywood video, where the, the their big thing was like, you'd come in and you'd sell your DVDs. That was like one that they had on the list that they just would not buy because they had so many of them. <laughs> the Attack of the Clones. Yeah, I remember that. And Superman was the other one, the new Superman movie. They just oh, I'd come in with my stack of DVDs and they just hand me back attack of the clones. And I still yeah. have it to this day. Yeah. I still have attack of the clones. I think I still have that Superman game because I or not game uh, movie. Cause I didn't buy it. I've never really been into Superman. I got nothing against the guy. People like him. I know? don't really get the appeal of Superman either. I don't like to like, say that. Uh, Cause I get, I, I think it's cool that people like him, I guess. And th- there's people that are passionate about him and they seem cool, but to me, I just don't get the appeal. Batman is co- well, way just, cooler. If you're trying to appeal to Jerry Seinfeld, I just don't <laughs> think he listens anymore. He sh- oh, man, if he ever listened. What if he just can't figure out how he got to us and he can't figure out how to shut it off? If that was the one celebrity we got, that would be awful. Be <laughs> He's like- just bitching about us constantly to his <laughs> wife and kids and whoever listens. Like, it's like, I don't know what they're talking yeah. about. They're always talking about the Midwest like we know what that fucking is. <laughs> we don't know what that is. We've never been know. there. No one's he, been there. He's the crankiest old man. Every interview I see him on now, he's just being cranky. <laughs> and everything is like, oh, they're always doing this. It's kind of, it's almost endearing if he wasn't Jerry Seinfeld. I, you know? he, he didn't have the past of that young woman. Like I feel like he'd be fine. But that is just creepy enough that I'm not going to get past that. Yeah, that's just a year old girl. Like, that's too much. Sorry. Never. Sorry, Jerry. That's ruined. Sorry, Jerry. Sorry, Jerry. I am a Jerry defender on the show Seinfeld, though. I think everybody like it's one of those things that's like, I understand. I understand, obviously, why people are are harder on uh, Kramer now. And yeah, if you uh, put it, everything aside of their personal people and you just think of them as their yeah. figures, like let's just say that now because I don't want to have to always be like Kramer, except for this, except for the horrible, horrible thing he did. Yeah, yeah. I know what you mean. Like, but yeah, we, we're just we all understand. Just we all know they're terrible people, except for Julia Louis Dreyfus and Jason Alexander. She took a picture of that building in Indianapolis. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what? No, this is this is the most Indiana thing that's ever happened. I'm sorry to our listeners, but as no specifically Indianapolis. I'm sorry, not Indian. This is the most Indianapolis thing. So she comes to the Big Ten tourney. Her son plays for Northwestern. Um, oh, and, you've told me this story before, maybe even on the podcast. But I'm sure I don't I know. I don't remember where it went. But she. <laughs> um, she so she was in town because oftentimes the Big Ten, um, the Big Ten, whatever it's called, uh, basketball 
is held <laughs> is in, that the word you couldn't find basketball the Big Ten i couldn't remember if it was just called the big 10 tourney i think it is okay you're like big 10 whatever it is <laughs> whatever sport that is that we like here that i keep hearing about <laughs> the one with the ball that's not uh, orange ball goes kind of high <laughs> kind of bouncy yeah tall men <laughs> lots of yelling um yeah you know, we like we like it here. You know, people are always talking about basketball. No, anyway, so she was here for that because her son uh, was in the tourney for Northwestern. And uh, she took she was just taking pictures. She was taking pictures of the downtown Mass Ave area and took this picture. It was in the rain and she took a picture of this building, literally just posted it. And someone was like, like you're always making fun of us like that's not the only architecture we have but like she's like no i thought it was a good picture (laughs) just like this guy like immediately is like jeffrey john i was like why are you making fun of us i get it i get it as a hoosier i think we all get it the impulse to get defensive (laughs) but it's like we need to get over it i know we all do because it doesn't matter it's never and i'm never actually mad about any of it i think it's just it's second nature like i'll just be like someone will say something about indiana or the midwest (laughs) and i'll be like like fucking excuse me like say it say it louder to my face like i'll defend you like that and at the same time i don't care at all like I don't care if someone doesn't like the Midwest. I don't care. If, I hate that building too. I don't care. But <laughs> I will not building. listen to it. I will not entertain it. Yeah. I kind of just passed the point of caring at all. Like, I'm like, <laughs> yeah, I get it. Like, it's... at this point, it just doesn't matter. I think because just knowing that everywhere sucks, it's just kind of like, who well, cares? Yeah. If Especially people think that US. we suck more, like who cares? In the U.S., we have a lot of ugly ass cities. Yeah, and they all kind of suck, except for the cool ones. Like, and New if Orleans. it gives people joy to talk about Indiana, then that gives people. Joy. <laughs> if they're making fun of us, we're still part of the conversation, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, let's quickly move on um so we're talking about talking dogs and kelly said to me earlier this week she said do you have a topic and like normal i don't i should just say something because what inevitably happens is i don't say anything and then you suggest some topic like talking dogs or owls and then that's the episode (laughs) and you always tell me it's not gonna have any juice I say juice now. I don't know if everybody knows. You know. Well, yeah, I know because you told me that you you said say juice, and then you told me in a text that you keep you say juice now. And I said, <laughs> "All right, <laughs> sounds good." Um, yeah, that not enough juice. I always say, or you always, as you say about something that I say. As I say now, there's not enough juice. Yeah, but. You know, talking dogs is tough because I can think of talking dogs, but I don't know how much of an issue I have with. You don't. Oh, you don't have an issue with talking dogs. You watch. Okay, okay, Paul. So you just watch a movie and a talking dog shows up, and you're like, fine, like that's okay. Yeah. No matter what, like no matter the situation. No, not no matter the situation. But I'm not like that's true for anything. Like I'm not some I. I don't know if I'm 50-50. I don't know, you know. And I'm not talking about cartoon dogs. I'm talking about real life dogs. I know what you're talking about. Okay. Now, 
I guess my other question is, so, okay, tell me what is your opinion? What's your two-word opinion of the film Homeward Bound? My two-word opinion? Yeah. Um, kind of sad. Kind of sad. Not bad, actually. But you, do you like that movie? I mean, I I enjoyed it when I was a kid. I rewatched it on a plane recently, and uh, it's not as good as as anyone remembers. I think the the voices are a little more annoying. I think I don't even remember them as talking animals as a kid. Mm -hmm. I just remember watching the animals and being interested in their journey. But mm -hmm. I don't, and the, I think it's an internal monologue in that. Like they're never they're never trying to like move the mouth are right? they not peanut butter mouthing it in that one i thought they i don't were. think so i think it's no, all I think you're like right. internal i think it's all like narration over voice because i don't remember who shadow is but i think it's um marty mcfly is the the um michael J. he's yeah. the one that gets the porcupine in the and butt. then i think um sassy is what's her face from mrs doubtfire uh, i don't know sally fields Sally right? Fields could have fooled me. And then I forget who Shadow is. I know he's a big name too, but I just I I haven't looked it up and I I don't remember. But I I don't remember. I think when I was a kid, I just kind of accepted that it's like someone was telling a story, and I didn't really think of it as the dogs like talking. And then I think as an adult watching it later, I just hate that concept so much. Mm -hmm. I just hate I hate someone else telling me what a dog should sound like you know i guess i guess <laughs> my <laughs> i guess what my issue is with it is is the attitudes that pets are always given which is this really like lackadaisical sort of like almost uh holier than thou also like the whole joke usually is like this um you know, I don't like I'm a talking dog. I'm actually really smart. Humans think we're dumb. They're actually dumb. And I'm not really that like I'm just going to play along. I'm not really going to try, but I'm actually, you know, I'm I'm actually hyper intelligent. And um, you're like, no, you're a stupid I, fucking dog. You're a stupid dog. You're not, Michael J. Fox. you're not Michael J. Fox in life. You're stupid. <laughs> But you know what I mean? Like, that's always the attitude. And it's a very, like, it's like when a cartoonist makes babies talk. Oh, I always, hate babies talking. You know, they always have those eyes, those eyes that are looking at you like, you know, they've got, they, they're reading you. They figured it out. Yeah. Um, and they haven't, Paul. They, they haven't. haven't, though. Because they're just a stupid baby. They're and a dumb, they stupid baby. And it's no like, would it be funny if Sounding baby... like Alec Baldwin. Oh, from uh, Super Baby. Boss Baby. Dr. Baby. Boss baby. Baby boy baby. <laughs> but yeah, I just think that no one really gets it right what a dog sounds like. Like, I don't think a dog sounds like Michael J. Fox. I don't think a dog should be a young person. I like the smell hound voice because that's pretty much what it is. Like, they're always talking like this, you know? But is that, are you talking about a cartoon dog or are you talking about a real dog? I feel like whenever you see him, like the Bush's baked beans dog. He... Uh, yeah, I guess. Okay. I accept. Oh, I, I kind of hate dog. that dog, but I don't hate the dog. I love the dog. I wish the dog a happy life and all that. But 
I don't like the voice they give the dog. And that's kind of what I'm talking about. This dog, it's like, oh, he's a dummy. My beans are for me and me alone. You know? You got that right, know. buddy. You got I don't that know what right. happened to him. Did he get, did he get, uh, did he get, uh, forced to stop making commercials like uh, Papa John situation or does he just not make those commercials anymore? What? Is he gone? Is the Bush's baked beans man? Remember he used to stand with his dog and then the dog would say like, oh whoever. Did he have an like, did he have a Papa John's controversy? That's what I'm asking because I oh. don't see him anymore. I'm not I think saying he might have just gotten phased. I don't remember there being a controversy. But I guess like um, it could have been like um the the Taco Bell dog where people started associating it with like dirtiness because they're like, why is this dog near my food? Because people are stupid, and this dog is uh running around talking about Taco Bell, and it's just kind of like um okay, what's a dog have to do with my food? So maybe that's how people felt about beans, and they started writing in about it. I don't know if I, you know, sometimes I look at a dog and I can smell wet dog. And I don't know if I want to associate that with food. Are you one of the people that rode into Taco Bell? I was so sick of that dog. No, I don't remember ever caring about that dog. I wonder if I miss the dog. I wonder. I wonder if you miss the dog. (laughs) I don't know if we'll ever know for sure, but I wonder if I miss the dog. But while we're talking about voices, I think one of the one I think something that I looked up that I like uh, remembered about talking dogs that I I didn't really think about until like I started just being like, okay, what are all the talking dogs that I know in media? And then I remember that Nathan Fielder sketch where I don't even know if it was a Nathan for you. I think it was something else. But um, so he he had someone record a voice for this dog that had passed away for this kid so that he could say goodbye to it, goodbye to the kid. Mm -hmm. But he picked someone who had like a voice that just wasn't going to match the dog. And so like the kid is like all excited to watch this video and he's like, um, and it's like a little animated, like dog walking in and he goes, hello, I'm so sorry. I died. (laughs) i'm in heaven now (laughs) (laughs) and then the kids just kind of like that's not what he said yeah that's not the right yeah it's uh it's just kind of like that's how it feels whenever i'm watching a movie i'm just kind of like that's not what that dog sounds like that's not that's not what it's supposed to be and i don't think anyone's ever gotten it right like i don't i think Hmm. dr doolittle i don't really mind norm mcdonald as the dog i think just that's just like i like norm mcdonald's i like to hear his voice but i just I also feel like he's a little annoying as a dog. Like, I just, I think no one's really got it, it right. I guess mm-hmm. Scooby-Doo is fine because he just says, like, He says, Ruby-Dooby-Doo, yeah. yeah. You. So maybe, is that what they have to do? That do must be what they have to do. They have to do a little bit of a doggy, like, there's still a dog. Talk. I guess maybe that's it. They can't just be, like, talking like a person. They have to at least gotta like, have, like, a... Who's your biggest friend? Raggy? Ruby <laughs> Roo? Like that's it's gotta have that. It's gotta have that cuteness. They at least have to like go like roof roof. Oh, I have to go outside, roof roof. Like they have like, to make If the they nice went way. roof roof, I'd be on board. If Michael J. Fox just put in some roof roofs in there, I would have been so fucking on board. 
I like it when they, I like those old dogs that make that noise. That's the only kind of, but you know, those dogs that are like, they're so tired and it doesn't like they're, they, they just have to do it though. And you just want to like, buddy, don't worry about it. Like <laughs> it's, it's not important, but they, they come up there. <laughs> <laughs> they just kind of like stagger around for a little bit. Yeah, the old ones. Yeah, I love They're just kind of like, oh, I gotta, <laughs> I gotta go check out that patio for everybody. <laughs> they're just, they're trying so hard. It's so they sweet because they up. have a job. They, they, they raised children, you know. Yeah. And now they're like, they have to walk down to the docks and make sure no one's gonna fall in. Yeah. Do their little roof. He, he remembers being a young dog. He thinks about it. Yeah. Um. But anyway, I do agree that it's difficult. Oh, what about those pugs? Those pugs from Lady Dynamite, the Maria Bamford show. Oh, I didn't watch that. Oh, my God. They're so fucking funny. And that's what they sound like. That's it. They just say rough. No, they talk and they talk in silly accents. Um. Oh, they are they are so perfect. They're little pugs, and the, somebody does a little voice for them, and it's I think it's like a suave French guy kind of voice, but it's so perfect. Like I'm always like I want I can't wait to see the dogs again because I like when they say <clears throat> stuff. So I do think that I do think it can be done, and I think it maybe is easier when you've got a little dog. I didn't mind that Taco Bell dog. Maybe it's when you've got a little dog. And Maybe you... it's a little dog. I'm just thinking of you as being like the the one person that they're like asking um, review questions for this show. And you're like, I can't wait to see that dog again. <laughs> oh, like that's people. your only comment. You're like, every time the dog's on, you're turning your knob to green. <laughs> like One kid really likes the talking <laughs> dog. No, people, people love the dogs. Like come on they're little tiny dogs and they talk like i'm not alone in that opinion make him talk i like it dr maria sorry I like, I like it when the thing that should be obnoxious is funny i like it when like it really makes me i'm thinking of this this is this is related but i was playing uh I can't remember what the game is called. Star Wars um, Fallen Order, right? Sure. And, okay, so you're you're this you're this Jedi and then you have a you're on a ship and there's this tiny short little alien guy and he's got you know he he looks funny and he's got a lot of arms and he's kind of hanging around and he's kind of a side character. He doesn't fight. So what are you thinking? Oh God, here we go. This guy's going to suck. Right? Like right. straight up. And then he opens his mouth and talks and I'm like, I love this dude. Like <laughs> I love his voice. I love his attitude. And it makes me love the dude that much more because I'm like this. It's so cool because he should suck, but he doesn't like somebody new. And they did it and they pulled it off. And that's how I feel about these pugs as well. That I think it's one of those things where it's like, this does, this could easily be annoying, but they did it, you know? How do you feel about the the pug in uh, Men in Black 2? Uh, I don't remember it. I remember I, I don't did, either. 
I remember it briefly being in the first one because he interrogates him at the when he's like at a newspaper stand or something and he's shaking him do you think it's a good sign neither of us remember him that (laughs) that annoying no i don't think so because i remember not liking that scene in the first one and i remember thinking like this is the taco bell dog and you're like i hope this isn't a big part of the second movie i forgot and now i definitely won't be watched i'll watch i always i always remember him being voiced as uh, uh david cross but he's not but I think is David Cross in the movie. Mm-hmm. David okay. Cross is uh he works the, at the hospital, I think. Are him and the dog friends in the movie? I don't think they talk. Interesting. Because the dog and David Cross are are sen- like they're the same in my brain. I hold them to the same standard when I watch Men in Black 2. I'm ready for both of them in the same capacity here's my take that i have about david cross you have to see his face for it to be funny or for (laughs) it to make sense like his voice on its own if he's voicing something i'm like what's this really bored bad actor doing are you talking about aqua teen hunger force no that he's funny in that what else does he voice that there's a lot of characters okay he pops up a lot he'll be on like a Rick and Morty. He was okay on that too. Well, maybe I'm wrong. Sometimes, maybe he just like if he doesn't like a show. But I'm always like, I get it when I see his face. Like, I think he's really funny. But then sometimes when I just hear his voice, I'm like, and I think he does like a voiceover for something. He's like reading it, and I'm just kind of like, I don't know if that works. That's You're like, give it your all, David P. D. Cree. Yeah. C. C. <laughs> <laughs> you got there eventually. <laughs> letters are hard for some people but he does have a couple lines in the movie he talks to he talks to the gross guy uh oh is he in the first one he's in the first one i was surprised too i thought for sure he was the second one yeah but he was in the first one he might come back because he just gets the first one crazy he just gets he gets slimed to the ceiling oh yes 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 um you know what i wasn't in the right frame of mind to be watching men in black i didn't think so the way you didn't like it like i was surprised i was a surprise myself because this was a big deal for everybody i mean the bug guy should have won an oscar for that movie and you're texting me like it was the an okay movie that you like saw on tubi (laughs) (laughs) um i've I've seen some okay movies i watched (laughs) i watched the peanut butter falcon that was on amazon though I don't want to hear about any more bullshit movies. That movie. No, fine. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to talk about it at all. Um, so what was I saying, though, about talking dogs? So they will surprise you. <laughs> <laughs> and I do, as like you said, I prefer if their mouths aren't moving. I think when they try to do the peanut butter thing, because it all it looks like is it's just really poorly dubbed dialogue yeah it's like it's clearly not matching up they're clearly not even coming close to making it sound like it. and what are we supposed to believe this dog is actually talking um that's too much for me so i just prefer it to be a situation where the dog is just kind of you can either you're communicating with it sort of right 
Absolutely. Absolutely. Because uh, let's say, you know, uh, Pikachu from Detective Pikachu is kind of a dog in that. <clears throat> and I did not lo- enjoy that at all. Oh, for some reason, I was like, you loved that movie. But what no, the I didn't. are you doing? I didn't love that movie. Yeah, you hated it. Yeah. And I, I particularly didn't like that. Um, I didn't enjoy the Pikachu. And I was similarly, I know it's not. I don't know. I don't want to spoil. Have you seen it? Wait. What? Kelly? Oh, God. Kelly, I can't hear you. I know there's a weird-ass noise coming from something. It's gone now. I can hear you. What the fuck is that? Hang on a second, Paul. Oh, my God. That scared the shit out of me. Oh, my God. Okay. (laughs) What's going on? Um, so I heard I was hearing this like weird ass noise that like just sounded like something was like hissing and slithering around. And it was a fly that got stuck in a piece of aluminum foil and was oh, like God. going back and forth. Cause at first I was like, what the fuck is Cubs doing? And I turned around, Cubs is just sitting behind me. And I'm like, what is that then? Like I was like freaking Jesus. out. Oh my God. Oh Jesus, that scared the shit out of me. God. Okay. Everything's fine. Oh. That's wacky. It was so loud too. It was like it was like something that was like coming up. Yeah. It, I thought it, I thought something was like in my cellar and had like crawled oh. up into like the the vents. And I thought it was like trying to get out of the you thought vent. you were gonna have like a real life battle with a giant snake. I was ready. Time. Yeah, I was ready to have some kind of battle. Yeah. Those people that in those movies that, you know, their response always when that happens is like, what the fuck? But that's your response is what it would be. It's just like, oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. And then it's just like, because you would not, un, you would not be able to comprehend if that happened. You wouldn't be able to comprehend anything. I couldn't figure like uh, yeah like I, I I guess yeah that's that's the natural response because like I'm trying to figure out what it is and you're like trying to rationalize it and mm-hmm. at first you're just gonna obviously gonna be like that's my cat and I knew it wasn't Chewy because he's sitting right next to me and I'm just kind of like what the fuck is Cubs doing and I turn around he's just sleeping and I'm like okay problem situation I have the yeah you do that I'll do that thing where it's like I'll hear a noise and I'll look over and there's buddy he's flopped on the floor and i look over there's girly she's flopped on the couch i'm like oh no <laughs> like those are the two options and yeah then like a, the fan is blowing something weird but that's like the main reason to have pets almost i know like, so you can like, if you hear a weird noise you're like ah what the hell did that thing do that's true because it's like your house is gonna make weird noises no matter yeah. what but if you don't have something in the house it's it's like oh shit it's scary yeah but anyway talking dogs yeah, uh, sorry about that. i was just kind of like it, it was getting louder but yeah it was literally just a fly under aluminum foil that's bullshit dude Ugh, jesus fucking christ it's still alive i don't know if i should kill it just let it be well i mean it's 
I it, like it's not well. It's upside down. <laughs> like it's it's uh, it's upside down trying to get up, and it's just going in circles. I'm gonna kill it. Hang on. I'm sorry about all of this. I told you to always tell me immediately when Gronk's on TV. I did. <laughs> Gronk's on TV with Aaron Andrews. And Aaron uh, Andrews? Yeah. Is that the woman reporter? Yeah. Ah. And it's Wolf and Shepard. Yes. Walton Shepard? Wolf and Shepard. Oh, excuse me. Jesus Christ. Fuck. <laughs> Wolf. <laughs> no. Uh, talking dogs, huh? Talking the, dogs, huh? The, the snow dogs talk? <laughs> We're not talking flies, am I wrong? We never talk about flies. Well, we just did for like 10 minutes. Lord of? Uh, that the? fly that was under the aluminum foil. Oh, yeah. It's dead now. No, we don't talk about live, we don't talk about, we don't talk about flies in movies and TV. We don't talk about flies. Ah, oh, except for The Exorcist. We don't talk about flies. <laughs> uh, okay, so the do the snow dogs talk in snow dogs? I don't think so. You sure it's just about snow dogs? Yeah, I think that it's, it's driven by a small uh, boy, not the <laughs> talking dogs. I think it's a grown man. <laughs> <laughs> You're acting like I'm like looking right at it and being like, That's I don't know either. That's I'm a small boy. There also might be, there also might be multiple snow dogs so i don't know i think so but i think i think most dog movies are about just dogs i don't think i don't think talking dogs is the norm i don't think mm. that there's a bunch of movies with dogs that talk yeah probably not that's why it's a great topic yeah most movies are about just dogs in general and then they live their own lives and then people mm -hmm. personify their own feelings onto those dogs and then things happen. Beethoven and yeah, that's uh, a big plot for Beethoven. <laughs> Airbud and all the Airbud sequels. I, yeah, I think some Airbuds do talk, but the Airbud oh. itself, I don't think talks. Some of the baby Airbuds, maybe? I, yeah, I think like Airbuddies talk. That's horrible. That's the worst one to start with if you're going to have talking dogs. Children, yeah. Yeah, like I agree from earlier. I don't think babies should talk and I don't think animals should talk. So I think when baby <laughs> animals talk, that's uh, it. it is it the worst? It's or the worst. Baby's worst. Is baby's worst than baby babies? Babies may be the worst thing that could ever talk in my life. I don't, yeah. I never, I never want to hear a baby talk, especially with an adult voice. There's what so if, many commercials that think that's in, like the yeah. best thing where there's kind of like, <laughs> my poopy diaper is incredible. And you're just like, shut the fuck up. You shut the fuck up and cry. You like, shut I up don't, and cry. Yeah, I do not want to hear you talking as an adult person, as a baby. That's bullshit. I don't want to hear it. What if, what if it's just an adult making baby noises? So it's still like they're going like, wah, wah. I I want my bottle. I think and that's like, fine. I don't know. I like I don't get mad at like the Rugrats. I don't know. 
But they're kids. Well, yeah, I get it. I I did get a little annoyed at the Rugrat movie when all the babies are singing, but they're all professional singers too in that movie. Arthur's cool. Um, Arthur. Arthur. All those kids do the voices for Arthur. Oh. And that doesn't get annoying, but I think it's because they always, they don't play it like kids. They play it pretty straight. They you know, they, they play it as play. if they're kind of like they're adults talking a little bit, but they're kids, you know? Yeah, I mean, I don't hate kids. I think I don't like I don't like babies having don't a like voice. babies. I just don't think like I just yeah, never... there's not a baby. <laughs> He's like yeah, a child. I, we got way away from the topic of babies because I think. Yeah, I think we were talking about just babies in general having adult voices. But, like, I hate the boss baby, even though that's a cartoon. Mm -hmm. I do not want a baby talking to me as an adult person. I've never seen Look Who's Talking and Look Who's Talking To. And I have no interest in it because I do not want to hear that baby talk. Yeah. So, babies talking is definitely worse than dogs talking. Uh, Absolutely. Absolutely. And we can't forget about plague dogs. So You're always saying that to me. That's something that you like to say to me. That is a cartoon, so it doesn't count. Okay. Yeah, baby. Yeah, I'm trying to think of even. Oh God, I hate babies. No, I don't hate babies, but I hate talking babies so much. Just because I think it's like what you said. They they always have that smug attitude. Yeah, and that's that's like the only joke. Notoriously fucking stupid as fuck. (laughs) It's annoying because it's always the same trope. It's just like, what if they did things that adults did? Yeah. And there were, but it's like, I don't, why don't we just watch adults do those things? Like, it's barely see. enjoyable to see a child. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, I know uh, what you mean. Don't make it act like an adult. Don't make it up like it. Yeah, it's stupid. And then, yeah, like you said, it's always going to be the same joke. There's no baby talking that's going to say something profound and new. Right. Like, there's no baby that's going to make a speech that makes me cry. It's always going to be like, my dirty diaper was nuts, but now I feel a little better because I've been boiped. And you're like, oh shit. That's gross. someone talking for a baby. And you're then also th- all, often thinking of old men uh, being gross, right? Like, it's just like they're talking about things and you're like, that's gross that that old man <laughs> is talking about that. And he, like, sometimes you're just like, I don't know, old man. Oh, like when they say, like, I just shat my pants. Oh, yeah. Or it's just weird stuff like that. Yeah. Um, yeah they do throw like innuendos in there and you're just kind of like innuendos. i don't want to hear baby saying some shit like that's a baby it's like a i know baby. i know that this is just a game to you people right but i don't want babies saying anything sexual ever no that's weird yeah i don't need them to be adults just let the adults do it yeah babies should just be there to be put in a a, a bayonet and or not a bayonet <laughs> <laughs> god this is taking a turn i shove Uh, my babies into cannons and i fire them at will no they they should be put in a a a bassinet and sat in the corner and then they grow later into a toddler as i learned from sims 
Yeah, the Sims ones are fine because you just kind of poke them a little bit and then they evolve. <laughs> That's fine. Why aren't you grown? I held you three times. Yeah, I I pet your head four times. I love The Sims. Um, Raising babies in The Sims is so hard. I even think sometimes that the the thought bubbles above like cartoon animals is obnoxious for the same reason <laughs> that I don't like how smug these animals constantly are. I don't know if I heard this from somebody else or if I actually heard it on the commentary of the Simpsons DVDs, but I know that Matt, I think Matt Groening refused to have animals talk. Like that was his big thing where if it was an actual animal in, in the Simpsons Mm. universe, where if it was like Santa's little helper or like a gerbil or a hamster, like its whole thing was it could not talk. Like it, an animal mm-hmm. in the Simpsons universe does not talk. Is that something you heard on the commentaries? Sounds familiar. Okay, because I think someone else told me that. I don't think I actually heard it firsthand. Um, but and then I know that he. I think that he got pissed off because there's like a later episode of The Simpsons where Santa's little helper like tries to talk when they're like trying to impress. I think it's when they get the, oh. the puppies. And they're trying to impress the Simpsons. And so they're just kind of like, I don't love that. I don't love that scene. And I think that graining was against that too. He's like, I don't, I like animals are not supposed to talk. These are animals in the Simpsons universe. Because it wasn't like, I don't think it was even like a a Frank Welker thing. I think it was like, I don't know. It was one of those very Simpsons. Like it was like, we love you. Yeah. weird it's like that was weird i didn't i did not enjoy that well you didn't enjoy it matt graining didn't enjoy it and probably a bunch of other nerds like i don't know how you feel about brian from family guy but i don't know maybe that's a little different he seems like he exists in a different but i don't know sometimes i'm like this is just a i don't i think when yeah when we we're talking about brian from family guy I do not like the mix of him being supposed to be a dog because he goes back and forth. Yeah. He goes very dog and then he goes very human and it creeps me out when it happens too fast. Yeah. Because I think it kind of like blurs that like furry or like dog fucker kind of shit. Like I because he like he dates human women. Yeah. But then he also has dog tendencies where he like barks at the mailman and shit like that. So like you're just kind of like where's the I, like the line is very weird mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and that hap- I think that's what we talked about in the Rover Dangerfield episode two because he uh, like he made me uncomfortable for the same reasons Brian makes me uncomfortable is that he was very personified as mm-hmm. Rodney Dangerfield and so like he he also dated Hugh and women until he dated the dog which fuck that's fucking that's weird, weird. Yeah. yeah so yeah yeah so yeah he dated women and then he started dating lassie who was a full dog who didn't have any like she wasn't like a human dog that's what is the weirdest to me is when they do that where the talking personification of someone in dog form has a relationship with another dog but the dog just acts like a dog yeah doesn't it feel creepy like it's like they're taking advantage of that situation somehow it should just be normal it should just be like a dog relationship but because that dog is so much smarter it's it's almost like a like a drunk person being taken advantage of by a sober person it's like this is a human dog and it's having sex with a a normal dog 
like, that's, that's weird. Right. That's, that's a weird right. situation. Yeah, I don't agree like that with dog it. Also goes out with humans. It's just kind of like, yeah, Brian makes me uncomfortable for that reason. Brian's a big weirdo, anyway, <laughs> and yeah, and so is is uh, Rover Dangerfield for similar reasons. They're both yeah, I creeps. Feel, I feel like if it was consistent, it wouldn't be creepy. But I think the bounce back and forth for both of them is what makes it like. Ugh. No, I need I need all the dog. I need all those dogs to be able to talk for that to not be creepy. And there's no reason the lady dog like they did it and all dogs go to heaven. Like well, I mean, the- to be fair, in in Rover Dangerfield, she does talk. She does. Yeah, the dog the dog talks, but she's also very she's dog like. But she walks around on all fours and stuff. Yeah, she's on all uh. fours. She's very dog like, but she talks. Um, but but she's not the like in like she would like she wouldn't date a human because she's not a personified dog. Oh, okay. Oh, I see what no? you're I get what you're saying. I get yeah. it. I get it. I get it. But that. also, but I think you're thinking me you might be blending because I think Brian dates normal dogs. I think that's it. I think the dogs that he dates are just dogs. They don't they bark and shit. Because yeah. he's the only talking dog. He's like Meowth, except we learned that Meowth actually taught himself to talk to impress another Meowth. I know. So we, and then she got fucking freaked out because this shit's creepy. She's like, What? No, sorry. Yeah. And it's sad at the time, but I think now we understand that if I if I was just a normal cat or right. a dog. And then, like a uh, a human, like a human dog started talking to me. Or I'd be like, "Is this some kind of like guy in a suit? This is fucking creepy." Space Jam famously <laughs> <laughs> has. Now, what about that dog from? I know we're getting into cartoon dogs, but I do think we're making a point here too that it's tough to have any sort of talking animal, cartoon or not, and not animal dog. Especially if the dog looks like a dog and acts like a dog. But what about the dog? Uh, what's his name from uh, um, Rockadoodle? I like that dog. Yeah, <laughs> that, that that's how Lapu ties his shoes. Lapu. Yeah. Over under around and through. That's how Lapu ties his shoes. Yeah. Yeah. He's got a. Fu- he's like a smell hound, isn't he? So he's got locked or he talks. He likes smell hounds. Me and you like smell hounds. I love smell hounds. I love. He's like slow talking dogs. <laughs> I, because that's the that's the correct voice. That's one of the few I feel like we've identified the correct voice for this dog. And like you were saying earlier, I think there's this there's this issue with like. You know, I think a very Michael J. Fox style character is going to be, you know, maybe like a golden retriever or something. And that's what you think. Or like an Owen Wilson, maybe they try to match hair color um, and it doesn't work, you know, and it's like there's, you know, I feel like there's different breeds of dogs that get different, uh, different voices. But I feel like maybe the small dogs were close and I think maybe the big smell hounds, we've nailed it. But I don't know if we've got anything else. You know what That's I'm saying? True. Yeah, golden retrievers. I think what I think what people try to do with golden retrievers, which doesn't work, is they always go teenage. Like I feel like every time there's a golden hmm. retriever on the screen, it's always like a oh, I'm just gonna go out here and do this stuff, you guys. And that's not what golden retrievers sound like to me. I think golden retrievers are they're adult dogs like they're not teenage dogs okay 
So I just, I think they have, they, I don't even, I don't even know what it is. Like I can't go in there and run the studio. I don't know. Right. I don't know what this dog is supposed to sound like. I just know it's not right. Yeah. That's the, you're not going to just barge in there and run the studio. Uh, you're so, you know, you're close, but uh, <laughs> you just can't. All I know is that there. it's not a teen. You know? What if it's like a, what if it's a guy like Don Johnson, you know, where it's like more of a, hard ass kind of guy but he's likable you know i don't even know if a golden retriever is hard ass like i don't know Not hard ass though but like just he's he's worldly you know he he's seen it he's not that impressed but he's a nice guy you know <laughs> <laughs> you know what i'm saying like he's kind of over everything but he's not a dick about it that kind of you know i do i do think because i'm pretty sure i haven't seen dr doolittle and and since it probably came out but i do think that norm mcdonald's dog was a golden retriever if i remember correctly right i don't know i don't even know what movie he's in he's in dr doolittle all right i don't know if i've ever seen dr doolittle i'm sure uh, i have but i think I, we watched it in like a church parking lot or something you know when have we ever been in a church parking lot? Yeah, I knew you were going to say that. It wasn't a parking <laughs> lot. It was the basement. But oh. I said parking lot. Uh, and I'm sorry. <laughs> we did watch a lot of stuff in the, the basement of our church. I'm pretty sure Dr. Doolittle was one of them. So he's, he's not a golden retriever. He's some kind of like scruffy mutt. Retract what I said. And I feel like the smaller, you know, sometimes they'll they'll get in that trap of making like the smaller dogs, the tough guys, or like they'll try to play that where it's like, isn't it funny that he's small, but he's actually like the tough one. Oh, like you know? Oliver and Company where they have like the Chihuahua. I think he's like voiced by one of the Cheech and Chong guys. I don't hate that. I don't hate that. I don't hate any of the dogs in, in Oliver and Company. I think they're all pretty perfect. I don't hate that. <laughs> Artful Dodger. We should go back. We need to find a movie. Maybe that's the one where all there's a lot of types of dogs. And I feel like, you know what? Oh, shit. <laughs> What's I forget the man's name. You start talking about something. I got to look something up. Uh, I don't have anything to talk about. Um dogs that i like i feel like it's it's easy to like cartoon dogs because like i like all the muppet dogs i think everything pretty much hits it on the nail with um cartoon dogs um oliver and company was very special because like even all their singing voices were like perfect and then they they also had like the big bulldog that had like the gruff voice and he had mm. the opera singing voice. Oh yeah. I don't, was, I don't think he was Fraser, but he had a very Fraser like voice. He did have a very Fraser like voice, but it was less it, it into itself. Yeah. It was more like I know this is a joke. Um I don't think sometimes Kelsey Grammer realized this is a joke. I don't know because like he seems to know in 30 Rock. And he he does something special with Sideshow Bob. This is getting off into a different territory, but there's something he, his performance as Sideshow Bob is the, I think the best thing he does. It it's, truly is. It's just like flawless. 
and it's its it own thing. Like, I, th- I think I know what you're saying because it doesn't even feel like Kelsey Grammer. It's a whole, it's Psycho. Yeah. Psycho Bob's it. own thing. And like, that's it. It's very special. Like, that's, that's its whole, it's a whole identity. And I can't even imagine Kelsey Grammer being in there reading that. I know it's so separate from his other thing that he always does otherwise. It's that he's always Kelsey Grammer in some way, but when he's Sideshow Bob, he is Sideshow Bob. That voice is not Kelsey Grammer's voice. Like you said, it's its own thing. It's magical. Which and is it's funny like, too, because like, I don't know what the difference is. Cause he still does that. Like, Oh really? But it's different. Like it's not a Frasier. Oh really? It's a little tighter. There's yeah, less of that. I know Bob one. And yeah. yeah, I don't know if it's something that like the the directors of those episodes got out of him specifically. Like it has to be almost because he's never replicated it. Well, I know too that they use they oftentimes have to have if they have like a guest star that's slower talking or certain characters are slower talking, that's more difficult for them because they have to, you know, there's a lot that they end up having to cut to get it down to 22 minutes. So like, you know, they'll have to work around like a slower character talking. I wonder if because he draws everything out so much that that was part of it. It's like you're in this episode so much. That if you talk like Kelsey Grammer, it would take forever to get through this thing. Mm. Like you need to speed it up to match the fact that this is a 22 minute cartoon. You know what? That might be the only difference is that he does talk. Like, I think that Sideshow Bob talks a little speedier than any Frasier or uh, any other character that yeah. Kelsey has done. Because, yeah, Kel- uh, uh, Frasier is always very and he's always pausing for laugh tracks. So I think that's a huge thing, too, that he would never do in Simpsons. So like yeah, he'd be like, "Oh, really, Niles?" Where yeah, Sideshow Bob would be like, "Oh, really?" Exactly. It's always just it's the same cadence and everything, but it's just quicker. Everything's sm- smooshed together. It's almost like it's a little sped up. Paul, we're the first people that have ever dialed this through. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> it sounds no one's, a little no faster. one's ever broken down a simpsons <laughs> episode before this is i don't think <laughs> if you google simpsons uh i don't think it'll come up with a single episode or a, a podcast let alone like Absolutely 90 not. with the same cover <laughs> with the it's simpsonized funny. version of two uh men who have beards <laughs> as as like a, a cute i think there's such a divide because Simpsons is so huge. There's such a divide between the insane fans. I think there's three. I think there's the insane, awful fans that are going to be annoying as shit and just be like, I don't know. So like contrary to like everything you say. Mm-hmm. And then I think there's the people like, uh, like our group of people that we know where it's like, we're like probably more fans than the like the average people where you're just like we're obviously gonna buy everything we see that simpsons and we listen to everything that simpsons we wouldn't necessarily like do our own thing with it mm-hmm. so there's that and then i think there's the people that just like grew up with it and love it and it's so funny when you blend those people together because like i i have a bunch of simpson shit so like i have and i think the thing that like makes this the funniest to me is I I got that sticker on the side of my car mm-hmm. that it's that episode where um um I'm I'm showing I think I'm just getting tired but it's it's where they go to the world's fair in mm-hmm. Simpsons 
and Millhouse Bart, Martin and Nelson are all in the car. So mm -hmm. in on the Yaris now I have on the back of the car, I have Martin and Nelson sitting in the back of the car. And it's funny to me, the people that like talk about it, like every time, like I go through the drive through of like a fast food place, mm -hmm. the person that's like working there will always mention it. And it's always funny the next thing they say to me, because it always be like, I never know exactly how to respond because I think I feel like I'm too much of a nerd to be able to respond very well. Uh oh. So like it's always like um, because I went this is funny because it happened today. So I went to Arby's today for lunch. And I went through and the the girl at the the thing said, oh, my gosh, I absolutely love your sticker. And I was like, oh, thank you. Like, I found it on Etsy. And I told her that. And she goes, I've, I swear, she goes, the Simpsons, they just predict everything. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, totally. <laughs> kind of like, you don't really know what to say. And it's not yeah. like, in a, in a, um, yeah, actually, like, I'm better you know, than any, like, because obviously I'm not because I'm just more of a nerd. But yeah. it's like, I don't know what to say back to that at all, because like, obviously we're not on the same plane at all, right, right. but we're also enjoying the same thing, which is very fun and very cool. But it's like that we can't have a conversation. Yeah, because it's like you've already had and it's that with anything. And it's there's things that's like, I don't know anything about it where, you know, if you're talking to a super fan that they've already had that conversation 900 times and it's it's so much more complex than you could ever understand right. at that moment at least that like how deep that fandom goes or how familiar people are with all this stuff and what opinions people have about this stuff and like to to not really know to be on or like know that you've talked about something before it's like oh yeah game of thrones i've heard of that and then like starting it being like oh shit like it's just that yeah you, you been our part of the world and then it's like it changes the way that you interact with it because it's such a big thing that people will bring it up without really you know just because it's a, a huge thing you know yeah and, and just... then like and then you think of it as just small talk so like to her yeah. that was small talk but to me I was like I don't know how I don't know how to make this conversation go because I don't yeah. know what I think if I say something it's going to be too much like, I don't know how to be on your level with it because like not in a snotty way, obviously, but it's right. just like, I don't know how to be on the level of just someone that's kind of like, I've seen Simpsons before. And so like, it's kind of like, okay, but I get that also on like the Game of Thrones, which is a show I didn't watch. So if I saw something Game of Thrones, I would probably right. say something too. I would just be like, oh, that's cool. And then the person that was like on the opposite end of that would be like, yeah. Yeah, because it's like, <laughs> If what do you say? If they're cool, they'll realize it's like, oh, this person doesn't know and yeah. whatever. And then be like, well, there's no point because I can then start talking like, well, actually, that comes from this. And it's like, okay, you're saying a bunch of words at me that don't make exactly. Any sense. No one wants to hear that. No one wants <laughs> you to go into like a weird thing. And obviously, she doesn't want me to do that. Like, yeah. we're going through the Arby's drive through. She just wants to point out the sticker and say, I recognize that. You and know? I know this is a thing it's famous for on the internet. Yeah. Like, it's that's funny i know and that's we all I, yeah people point it out to i think every time i've gone through a drive-through they people have mentioned it mm -hmm. and it's usually just kind of like i i think last time before her it was just kind of like the guy was just kind of like oh yeah that's the simpsons right and i'm like yeah and he goes what are their names and i'm like <laughs> oh, god damn <laughs> 
How are you supposed to? What are the Simpsons names? Martin? Well, I think he was asking those characters specifically. Yeah. I was kind of like, "That's Martin," and that's uh, Nelson. He's like, "Oh yes," and he goes, "I love the Simpsons," and I'm like, "Yeah." <laughs> I know, but it's beautiful because it is very can... fun. That's what's funny about it because it's like it sounds like you're complaining, but it's just kind of like I just don't know how to have a conversation yeah. like a normal person with that because. <laughs> You don't know where the limit is. Yeah, you don't know. You, you can't start it because that other person doesn't really care. They're just yeah. like, that's fun. I like that. Uh, they're just making like a comment because they're kind of like, oh, this person's going through the drive through They've I got a fun that. sticker on the thing. And they're like, uh, episode 24-7, uh, they made this quote that I thought was pretty hilarious. Actually. This- I'm like, all right, well, get out of my drive through please. <laughs> Never talk to me again. That's why I don't wear any, I wear only plain shirts and pants. <laughs> I know pants. you don't, you don't like people talking to you at all so, to that extreme. Cause didn't you stop wearing your squirtle shirt for that reason? Yeah. You I didn't like them. everybody always commented on my squirrel shirt. And I just don't want people to think that I'm wearing it for them. It's for me. <laughs> so that's why, that's why. And I know this is, I wear my clothes. I put it on when I get home and I wear it, you know, <laughs> That's what I feel comfortable wearing, my clothes that I bought. <laughs> so anyway, it's a little bit of something about me. <laughs> um, um. Should we wrap this up? I wanted to say Deloise is the dog in, he's the wiener dog in um all dogs go to heaven oh that and that is a good fucking wiener dog voice and um, i think Dom DeLuise can do whatever the fuck he wants and i'm gonna love it but isn't that like that's funny that it's that dog's voice yeah. like, they didn't make him dopey or anything he's Dom DeLuise. like that's perfect but they also uh, do that in toy story like they don't give him the the voice that you'd normally give a wiener dog they give him Ernest. like that's true so maybe Wiener Dog. I think they, they. I think that Pixar and All Dogs Go to Heaven figured out what Wiener Dogs sound like, and someone needs to figure out what Golden Retrievers sound like. Yeah, figure it out, Hollywood. I'm sick of this shit. I'm sick of this shit. Well, actually, what we should do is we should we should investigate. I think we should figure out we should figure out what dog voice works. I guess. Us. Yeah. I mean, it's pretty. I. You know what? Uh, like. This is part of my job because I I edit videos for a living. So like I have to when we do big edits um, and we have to do a voiceover, I have to um, audition a bunch of voiceover actors and I would never want to do this to a bunch of people, but they audition for free, Paul. Um, So all you have to do is say this is a dog (laughs) and put it on there and they'd just be like everyone do your worst and then they all have to audition and then they have to find out that there's no real job later which would be devastating as Sorry, a... there's no real job <laughs> you had somebody the offer letter and it just is <laughs> actually you know what if there was a real job um <laughs> we could just do one of like the internet videos that are like 160 bucks and we can be like this was worth it for our research <laughs> dogs we'll be like we'll just have them record that like it's a real thing yeah yeah just pay them to do it like (laughs) pay them whenever they need 
and we'll bring them in and we just need we need to know what this is because the ridiculous. auditions are free because I've done this a million times where I have to audition people for a video and I, I don't like it like because it's devastating to me because I, I just think about I'm, I'm sure this is something they do every day because these are professionals in this field. But like to me, I'm like, I can't believe you wasted all your time reading this for me. And now I'm not going to choose you. And I'm just going to like toss you to the side, just reading, like listening to you once. Even though like I'll put out an audition and I'll get, I'll probably get like 70 people back every audition I send out. And then like, I, I have to listen to 70 people say the thing that I like wrote out and obviously you're not going to choose every person, but I don't think I'm, I, I feel like I could never be a casting person because like I get, I'm devastated to be like, it's not going to be you, even though they don't care, you know, cause you gotta like, watch. You this gotta is see. like a, a $300 job to them. Like they don't yeah. give a <laughs> like to me i'm just kind of like this is devastating i listened yeah. to your audition and i just wish i could just write a little note that was like you did a great job and um never mind we went a different way we're not even doing the commercial anymore because we decided you were so good that we decided to just cancel the commercial <laughs> we decided you're too good <laughs> just, the product doesn't need to be sold anymore because <laughs> you exist take it off the shelves just knowing that you're out there doing <laughs> other commercials we're like cancel ours okay. cancel ours There's please no point in doing commercials if <laughs> you can't be in them it's devastating <laughs> but uh mad men there's this great scene where they're where uh peggy is first learning how to do that same thing she's having to sit in on on casting for a commercial voice and i think it's actually like they're going to be in the commercial but it's you know dialogue driven so they need somebody that can deliver it in a very specific way and it was cool because she did she was so harsh about it so it's a tough scene to watch but it's almost like she so quickly becomes this person where it's just like you know the woman wasn't performing it the way that she had expected and she was being harder and harder on her as she read it and she's just mm -hmm. like okay thank you for your time <laughs> kind of at the end like okay you're done like that's it just like cuts her off and she leaves and and trying to hold back tears and it's a it's tough scene but it's interesting because it's just like that's kind of seems like what you have that seems like at least that's a stereotypical like hollywood portrayal of it that i like mean that is kind of like because like Obviously, I'm on the low spectrum. I'm not a Hollywood person, but like I have to do this on on a not a daily basis, but on on a occurring basis. Frequent basis, yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, like, I used to I used to pick people. Like, I used to go through and like try to find people that I like their voice, and then ask them to audition. And I realized very quickly that that was way worse than just mm. sending out open casting. Mm -hmm. Because if you did that, then they got their hopes up that like the, the, you like picking them, them already. Out. Yeah. And it's so like I, I used yeah, to like yeah. go in and be like, oh, I kind of like this guy. And then I'd realize very quickly that he didn't have like the voice we needed for the specific yeah. thing that I was doing. And then it was just like 10 times more awful to just get that back. Cause like they would always do like three different takes for you. And like, you just realize how much of your time, uh, their time you wasted, you know? And so like now I, I always do open casting. So like, it's always like, if they want to like put in this, I'll just like put, 
yeah for open casting all you do is say what what your thing is and then you like give them like a tiny little snippet to read and then from there you have to try to give them direction and i still fucking hate giving people direction like as you like as you were saying that as the mad woman the the madman woman yeah i was like i hate being that because it's like um yeah you read it okay but it's still wrong yeah like i don't know why i don't know why it's wrong but i hated it you know like in my head that's what i'm saying but i'm like obviously i don't say that to the person i'm just like can you just say it like a little like more like uh peppier like i don't even know It's, it's hard yeah i don't know it's a bullshit job that sounds like bullshit it's bullshit bullshit <laughs> um but talking dogs yeah we'll we'll get those people in the studio and we'll have them record some we'll do an open dogs. casting we're we gonna could, figure this out you know what paul even if we did an open casting for a job that didn't exist they're doing it on their own free will to do an open mm-hmm. cat. So we'll find that golden retriever. I don't know. We'll but get someone $160. Has Gronk played a dog? Gronk would be a funny dog. I don't know which one, but Gronk. I don't specifically know what Gronk sounds like, even he though like I've a, heard him talk before. Yeah, he sounds like a stereotypical big jock. But like a very friendly Golden Retriever's one. a jock either. What about retriever is? What about a husky? Okay, I could see a husky being a jock. Wouldn't that be the best one? Because it's not like it's the perfect size. Because you're not making any sort of comment. You're yeah. not saying, "Oh, they're big," and they look like jocks. And you're not saying they're small. Wouldn't it be funny if they sounded like jocks? They are the size, like a lot of jocks are. Yeah, I could see. I could see a husky being a jock. I don't I, I honestly don't know what a golden retriever is even with like the trope with a go, like a golden retriever boyfriend is always supposed to be like the Andy Dwyer boyfriend okay even then I don't think Andy Dwyer would be a good voice for a golden retriever so it's like who who is a good voice for a golden retriever I guess this is for the listeners to find out what if they sounded like uh that uh that was it what's that character's name fun Bobby when he stops drinking oh on friends yeah what if he sounds like sad bobby (laughs) yeah i don't think a golden retriever is sad either paul i don't know i think a golden retriever is probably the hardest dog to pin down of what he sounds like as a human i don't think the world knows i don't think the world's ready to know i don't i don't know if we can do it in this lifetime i think that too many people make it peppy I think that it's hard because I I understand I understand the impulse to do that and I understand exactly. I understand what they're going for but I do and I don't think it needs to be subversive either and I don't even know how it would be necessarily I guess sad guy a little bit because they always seem like they're so jolly I do um, yeah I do think that um, a golden retriever I think you're right I think it has a sad guy element that maybe they're not picking up on as a full golden retriever. Cause like, as we said, it's either golden retriever boyfriend style or teenager. And I do think that there's more sad man in a golden retriever than either of those genres. What if, what if it's like that kind of like lost in thought guy? Like, uh, it's like, uh, where are you? Like, 
you know, day kind of daydreamer. Stoner guy as more of a golden retriever, but not. I don't think stereotypical stoner guy where it went over the top, but maybe like slightly stoner guy. Yeah. What if it's that um, uh, guy from Freaks and Geeks that is uh, James Franco's character? What's his name? In the show? In the show, yeah. Oh, God. I don't remember. Whatever his name is. It's like, yeah. it started with a D or something. It starts with a D or something. Anyway, that kind of guy... Daniel. Daniel. You know, just sort of like he's kind of cool. That. Yeah. No, that doesn't work. That doesn't work at all. That doesn't work at all. I could sort of see where you're coming from, though. But yeah, I don't. Uh, yeah, people would go too hard because, like, it's obviously mm-hmm. not a Seth Rogen stoner guy. No, 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 no. It's more. I don't know. It's so hard. This is so hard. It's so hard to be a casting director in Hollywood these days. <laughs> and you trying so fucking hard to like live. We'll need to get the perfect. We'll make a chart and we'll what we'll do is we'll have a, we need to have a specific actor so we can kind of get exactly what we mean. You know what? As we're on the Parks and Rec train, I I kind of feel Adam Scott a little bit. Just the, the just the uh... More calm, mm. like um, Ben energy. Like it's not exactly it's not Andy Dwyer, so he's not going to be like aggressive, hyper. Mm-hmm. It's more like a calm, like because mm-hmm. I do think golden retrievers are more calm than mm. like overbearing. Yeah, they don't get too excitable. They're yeah. very, uh, they're. Um, I don't know. I feel like their thing <laughs> is more calm and like um annoyed and like easily like um they're very like they're very driven and they get a little annoyed when when things are outside of their control or if people maybe aren't taking things as seriously as they should or they might get a little i feel like that's what i'm saying that's what yeah i think that that works and that's kind of i'm i'm describing his character yeah so Sure. I think that's okay. I don't think it's perfect, but I think you're on the right track. Even, uh, like, I know they kind of go hand in hand because they have the podcast together and everything, and I know you don't like Scott Ackerman, but I could see Scott Ackerman having a golden retriever voice. I don't want that in the podcast either. I don't need to be so antagonistic all the time. <laughs> <laughs> and, like, saying things that are just, like, absolutely, like, slaps in the face to people. I what? feel like that's not a slap in the face to not like Scott Ackerman. I don't like Scott Ackerman. Oh, really? I thought yeah. he was popular with a certain crowd. No, I think I it's I think it's very common to not like Scott Ackerman. Like, I think that I think that he's a good straight man. Like, I and I think you disagree with me on that, but mm-hmm. like, I do like him as a straight man, and I think that he drives his podcast very well with that. Um. Mm. But yeah, I don't think it's like a a hateable offense to not like Scott Ackerman. Okay. Um. Yeah, I'm not a fan. I don't think he's a good straight man. I don't like his I whole. Hate. I don't like his whole winking at the audience so hard. <laughs> I just I hate that. Um. Anyway, that's not important. 
No one's ever going to know unless Scott Ackerman's the one guy we have from L.A. And that's he's like, I've been listening to this podcast since day one. And finally, I find out <laughs> they don't like me. If Scott Ackerman is listening and thinking all that about you, I don't like Lauren Lapkiss very much. Wow. What about oh. in, what about in uh, the wrong Misty? <laughs> That's like the worst thing she's been in. That was so funny. <laughs> I don't think I like I like her. She seems like a nice person, but as like like a character actress, I think she's just annoying. Like really? every time she like pulls into something, I'm just kind of like, I I I already understand where this is going. Uh okay. I don't know. I do like Paul F. Tompkins, though. So Yeah, I just don't like his one joke he always makes about daylight savings time. You don't understand, Paul. Okay, you're a comedian. You don't understand that it fucks everything up, daylight savings time. What it's does he just say about some, daylight savings time? He's just, doesn't he doesn't matter? like that people talk about it, and it's like, oh, it's like, you know, like complaining about how it affects them. And it's like... Do you you don't have to have get up gotten up at eight o'clock and then suddenly have to get up at seven o'clock or it's seven not, and six? Do they not have daylight saving times in LA? No, they've got it there. They just oh. it doesn't affect them because all their jobs are at seven thirty p.m. I see. Yes, it does <laughs> affect us. Yeah. So shut up about that. <laughs> <laughs> get off our backs. It sucks. You're more tired. With the time difference, too. I think with going three hours back is way different than trying to adapt to daylight savings time on the Eastern time zone. Yeah, jackass. I feel like we're still, which is funny. You'd think that it would have adapted by now where the Pacific would be the main time zone. I don't know why we're still the main time zone, which is funny, which is great for us. But it's like, it's funny that we're still the main time zone. You're not even in my time zone um but like i don't think they we're the main one i think it's that we're over here <laughs> if we were over there it would seem like pacific was the main one because they're over there you think i I'm, think everything caters to the eastern time zone i don't know maybe you might like, i right. think it's like convenient sometimes that like sports seem earlier in the day but I think that, like, if you think about mainstream TV and everything that happens, I think everything caters to just it being the convenient time to watch in the Eastern time zone. It's because we're first. Like, what are we supposed to do? You know, I'm not, <laughs> in, I'm not in that time zone anymore, but I loved it. You know, it's the best one. I mean, I think the only reason that it, it still works that way is because New York's in Eastern time zone. But like. But yeah, it's just like I think I feel like after that, it's just kind of like okay. So then, like the Pacific time zone kind of gets it like later, and then I think I don't know. I think if you're in like, sorry, I don't know. It's funny. Time zones are funny. We're so off topic. It's, <laughs> I'm just like we're. Just Having a whole discussion about time zones. And it was because we How is had that different to discuss... from anything that we've ever done? This is a great episode. I love it. I'm not saying anything about it. It just made me laugh how how like quickly we got off of deciding that we're gonna bash three prominent likable comedians, bash them like we we didn't do anything. But you know what I mean. 
We like just we, said we you talked. said you slightly didn't like Scott Ackerman. I said I slightly didn't like Lord Lafkins. We both like Paul F. Tafkins. Except for his time zone joke, which Except we disagree with because, because daylight savings time sucks. <laughs> <laughs> and it does, and it's hard to adjust. And then you're stupid. It does, and it's hard. It throws you us live out in your big LA and you don't care about daylight savings time anymore because every hour is so important to you. Every guys. hour is soda hour for you. <laughs> for us, it's it's you know our, but you got... know what? Sometimes we're sleeping and we have to get up early. <laughs> it sucks. And it's hard to see because you're sleepy eyed. <laughs> <sighs> You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I get what you're saying. I think this is a good way to wrap it up, though. <laughs> I don't think Paul F. Tompkins would be a bad dog, but I don't know which one he'd be. Yeah, I don't know what Paul F. Tompkins... Well, okay, what, what dog would Paul F. Tompkins be? I feel like he'd be a... He'd be a bigger dog, I think. Yeah. I don't think he'd be a small dog. I think he would be maybe... I think he could do boxer or maybe a pit bull. Because hmm. I don't think it would be aggressive. I think he would be more like, because um, I mean, Paul Tompkins as a as a like a a speaker, he kind he has like kind of an aggressive tone, but not in a, a like a crazy way. So I think it would be kind of like if you saw like a boxer, you'd be like that dog's kind of. Like he's kind of saying some rude things to me, but in a jestful way, or I'm like, I want to hear more about it. <laughs> yeah, I get that for sure. I think that's great. Because um, I do think, I think that Paul F. Tompkins has a bad attitude, but I think that he's so sweet <laughs> and he's so nice that I think that he, oh. can say, he can say a lot of shit without people thinking he's mean. That's and funny. I can feel that in a person because I think that I'm I'm that same way. I think I can say a lot of mean things before people like, <laughs> understand what's happening. Register that I'm a bitch. They're just kind of like, oh, she's so silly. I think that, that Paul F. Tompkins gets that same treatment. Never... Smelly, That's a silly, goofy guy. A pleasant person with a bad attitude is the kind <laughs> of person that I, I have met so many of that I've never put together. That's what's happening. Yeah. But that's exactly it. I, I mean, I, honestly, I think we're kind of both like, I think I'm a pleasant person with a bad attitude where I'll, I, I will fucking say whatever comes to my mind, like, especially at work, but people think I'm just funny at work, but I'm saying exactly what I think. <laughs> and so I'm just kind of like, I, like, I hate this. And people are like, that's so like, Kelly's just being Kelly again. And I'm like, I'm fucking mad. <laughs> And I feel like that's a that's a Paul of Tompkins quality too, where you're just kind of like I. He's like I feel this way because of this, and people are like you. Yeah, sure you do, buddy. Um. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, I know what you mean. I. Yeah, Paul of Tompkins is a real funny guy. <laughs> <laughs> we like his jokes, except for the one that he tells about the time zones. <laughs> Because we get that's where we draw the line. (laughs) That's it. That's the only time I've ever felt a comedian needed to be canceled. (laughs) He doesn't understand. 
And then what if kids are trying to be cool and they're like, yeah, I don't care. I don't care about daylight savings. Oh, no, I'm fine. I'm not sleepy-eyed at all. <laughs> Those idiots <laughs> complaining about it. They get to a car wreck because they can't admit to themselves that they're sleepy-eyed because Paul Tonkins made them feel bad. <laughs> so anyway, this is our show. I hope you liked it. I think we really got really deep into some things and really discovered some things about ourselves. You you always say it like we didn't talk enough about dogs, but we did. I didn't say that at all. Okay. I thought we talked about everything. I'm well, not... You said we got off topic, so I felt like you were saying we didn't talk enough about dogs, but maybe I was wrong. No, maybe I, I think, was wrong. I think we talked enough about dogs. I do think <laughs> it came up quite a bit. I remember quite a bit of t- discussion about dogs so i think we did good i think we stuck 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 by the stuck 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 by the topic pretty well hell yeah and uh every time that uh every time we get to share a little part of ourselves you know it really that's what helps our world grow and we hope that you're growing with us. That is when someone will finally notice us and give us <laughs> a full cable access show. Full cable access? <laughs> right now we're at half capacity. You get cable the full access. cable access. <laughs> and I'm fucking sick of it. <laughs> Chicago. Why won't you make it happen? Give it to us. <laughs> They're like, no, we're sticking at half for now. If you want full cable access, you're going to have to apply within the city. <laughs> we can't do that. <laughs> we can't get downtown. We're incapable. <laughs> All right. Well, everyone, please pick, please pick up <laughs> yourselves. Quit leaving your plates on the top of the stairs. What the fuck did you just say? Let's tell people to pick up their dishes. From the top of the stairs. Uh, people have two-story homes where you're from. Yeah, sometimes. Sometimes. Sometimes three stories. Dear, yeah, I guess it's... Uh, I, I haven't thought back. I think it's been that long of a time since I've had stairs in a home that that hasn't been a thing but yeah that used to be a thing where you'd like leave something at the top of the stairs to bring down or someone would leave something at the bottom of the stairs for you to bring up yeah that's interesting (laughs) paul because it's hard to get up the stairs and down the stairs (laughs) (laughs) only one person should have to do it And they have to bring everything with them. Yeah, yeah I remember like they, a mom would always just like leave all like the soap and right. stuff. And then like the person that went upstairs next was supposed to bring it all upstairs. Yeah. You I never want to be that person, especially because our house was fucking haunted. I know. It felt like you were going to murder it every second. I was like, I'll bring the soap upstairs, but I'm not putting it in your fucking haunted bathroom. Yeah, I'll leave it <laughs> outside the bathroom door. <laughs> you could do with it what you will. <laughs> Well, we better wrap this up. Yeah, let's wrap it up. <laughs> forget about everything I said. <laughs> <laughs> this whole podcast, forget it. It's This one's getting deleted. Bye. Bye, everyone. Two pound puppies. I hate them.
them, yes I do. Ew, pow, puppies! They're yucky, icky, pow! Soon I'll catch every pup, and then I'll lock them all up. You pound puppies! Your rebel days are through!